There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be? An Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. What is up, everybody? We're here to chat about Oak Island again. Yes, Leatherbound. Leatherbound, season eight, episode 16. Uh Episode 16, wow. Which is astonishing. We are moving through these episodes. Probably coming close to a season finale here in a few weeks, I would think, right? I would think so. I mean, I feel like... Kind of like last year, it got really intense at the end. It was just like, I feel like we're leading up to some really intense stuff. Yeah, well, it, everything seems intense this season just because of this crazy road that nobody knew was there and all the stuff they're finding along it. It's pretty, it's insane. Well, it's kind of like, so last year, it the paved stone area that just grew and grew mm-hmm. and grew and now it's this road that gets longer and longer and longer what do you say this episode now 400 feet now over 400 feet okay that's longer than a football field uh, yeah it's sorry guys my phone's going off it's over here because i'm in a dual same. phone mode right now yeah well deidra is actually she just got a brand new phone today mm-hmm. so congratulations on that congratulations or whatever Thank you. but yeah um yeah, I mean, it's just it's crazy what's happened this year. It's oh, yeah. crazy to think of what is coming uh the next few weeks and mm-hmm. um like how will they top what's already happened this year toward the end of the season or wh- how are they going to top this season with next season? Oh, like, there's I I don't this know. It's such a limited season too. It's just insane what they've been able to do. Yeah. Well, think about next year, maybe the big dig can happen, especially if we really have got to pinpointing the money pit fingers crossed i hope so oh man nolan's crossed whatever <laughs> like let's cross all the things let's cross all the things okay all right so, so hey one thing before we start yeah uh, i do want to give a special shout out to the curse of oak island and beyond mm, yes. because they had a really fun interview with robert clotworthy a couple days ago mm-hmm. and um i listened to a good chunk of it almost all of it it mm-hmm. was awesome and I recommend that any of you listening to this, go find them on Facebook mm-hmm. or YouTube or Twitch and go uh, give them a watch because mm-hmm. it was fun. Yeah, actually, I see that Jack is here from that show. Hi, Jack. Hey, Jack. What's up? So I wanted to give you a special hi. Yeah, and Jeff's probably visiting. here. Jack and Jeff and then yep. Linda. Well, there's probably like 12 Jeffs here, right? Yeah. Um, the Basically. Jeffs are very popular in the Oak Island world. They are. All right. Okay. So, yeah, let's talk about the episode. It was a great one. Um they do start off in the swamp. Is that where we should start as well? Yeah, let's let's swamp it up. Let's swamp it up. All right. So uh, Rick and Marty come strolling into the swamp, and it seems kind of like Marty's real surprised about what's going on. Like, <laughs> like he hasn't I been there in a while or something. If he had right? been off the island, because he's yeah. mostly been in video chats lately. Yeah, right? but we we have seen him interact with people. Like mm-hmm. you know, he was there when they showed the ring bolt on mm-hmm. the. Uh, uh, interpretive center like patio right Mm -hmm. and he was there with uh scott and doug last week Mm -hmm. in the research center chatting about the keg barrels he probably has off island business i'm thinking they they maybe like recorded that after he got back all of his reactions to these things and spliced them in and that's totally fine this guy's in uh, like very busy and important dude Mm -hmm. you know like he runs multiple companies 
you know, it's very, you know, his attention gets pulled in many directions. And then he probably had to come back, Nova Scotia, sit out for two weeks. And, like, <laughs> I don't imagine you're traveling. How many times did he have to do this two week quarantine? Oh gosh. At least, at least twice, it seems. And but you've, you've seen the Marty montage of him like going crazy for two weeks just mm. one time. Can you imagine yeah. the next time? <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. All right. Well, Anywho, Anywho. <laughs> uh, yeah, we do, uh, you know, get a nice aerial view of the swamp. Uh -huh. It looks like the road is leading toward the paved area. Uh -huh. Or it's actually, we do get another nice overhead shot of like where they're working later uh -huh. on. And you can see the eye of the swamp really close to where they're working. Yes. And it's like, wow, this paved thing, this road is like creeping all the way up to the eye of the swamp. It's insane. Yeah, I, I had put in my notes here somewhere where I was just like, hey, is this... Like it, it seems like it's going towards the eye or the paved area, which I know we talked about last year. Is was it a staging area for whatever? You know, is it all connected? Literally, is I I don't know. It's just crazy because everybody keeps saying, or are we headed up to the money pit? But really, we're not seeing that turnoff yet. I don't know. They keep talking about it. so Because everybody wants that to be the thing. Or maybe it's coming. Uh, maybe. Mm. Uh, they keep looking for the edge, and they're pulling back, and dig, 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 and something. It's just crazy. Like, yeah. It's just like, I was not expecting it. Obviously, Marty wasn't expecting it, you know? Mm -hmm. He's like, before this season, let's just stay out of the swamp. You know, we got our priorities over in the money pit. Mm -hmm. Nope. Priorities have changed. Like, there's a lot of good stuff going on in the money pit. But, man, this this swamp road, like. We're really focused in the money pit on a specific drill program for a specific reason. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's very, very focused mm -hmm. over there. And they have a detailed plan. The swamp is just like, hey, I'm going to keep <laughs> throwing softball-sized stones at you that you have to dodge. And, like. Here, let's just, oh man, yeah. I just can't even, this swamp is out of control. It's out of control. So we had Aaron, Miriam, and Billy working in the swamp. Uh -huh. uh, Marty, you know, he's just like, yo, guys, this this looks exactly like an old Roman road. Uh -huh. And I'm like, yeah, kind of. I concur. <laughs> yeah. And then Marty. Oh, do you remember the Roman sword? Just kidding. Just don't kidding. even. Just kidding. But Marty is like, hey, I'm going to, I miss being here. I'm going to climb up in Billy's excavator. Yeah, and he's like, dig, 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 dig. It's what he likes to do. Yeah, but and so does Billy. Yeah, Billy. Billy's out there with a hoe, scraping things. Yeah, and like a smaller shovel. Like, it, is Billy gonna get down to a trowel by the end of this season? Like, he has gone from like the huge mamma jamma they brought in last year with the fifty foot reach. <laughs> yeah. To a hoe. To like, let's just shorten the handle. <laughs> yeah. Billy's well on his way. You hit a couple more rocks and he's got a trowel. Yeah. He might be trowel team Billy. You know what? It could be like a conspiracy with the uh, archaeologists. So <laughs> that when so that when Gary asks if we could use Billy's trowel, they're like, sure. Which one? <laughs> and then they're like, oh, yeah, you can use like the hoe or the actual trowel. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, they're trying. I feel like they're trying to bring Billy over to their side so they can outnumber. Marty's already talking about all the dreaded archaeologists around there. Yeah. They're like, if we can cross over Billy, we'll have all, all That's the people. That's all you need. If you have all Billy's stamp of approval, you know. Exactly. He overrides everybody else. All right. Yeah. So, anyway, they're just, uh, there's a lot going on down there. Uh -huh. 
like you said, Marty jumps into the rig, says, mm-hmm. hey, I want to get to digging. Mm-hmm. He, he uh, starts gets putting the scoop under a giant uh, boulder. Mm-hmm. And um, he gets some direction from Aaron and Rick of, you know, how to how to scoop it and curl it and throw it back. Something like that. Yes. And he asks, you know, so what are you finding? Billy's response. <laughs> yeah, more sorry. rocks, more dirt, more wood. Thanks, Billy. Yeah, well, Marty's like, no gold? (laughs) None of that. None of that. (laughs) Billy says, you know, he says how it is. But, you know, they've got more rocks. They've got more cobble. And that's when Marty's like, hey, is Steve around? Let's get him (laughs) to come, you know, measure this. Steve, you're being summoned. And then Billy's like, Steve. And I'm thinking, Steve was literally just standing in the corner. You didn't know Steve was around. Yeah, come on, Marty. Was he, like, hiding behind a bush or, or who, something? Who asked, for, who asked for Steve? Is it Rick or Marty? Well, Marty, I think Marty asked. Maybe elsewise. Someone asked. And and uh, Billy beckoned mm-hmm. for Sir Stephen of Guptill. And Steve was, like, right there waiting to be beckoned. Yep. And he's like, <laughs> yes. Yes, my masters. I'll yes. do thy bidding. And he starts doing his measurements. And mm-hmm. he's like, yep, it's the same. Same, uh same uh, elevation as the other parts of the mm-hmm. road that the cobble came up to a foot and a half above sea level and we know saying two feet yeah and other parts were two feet he said it's pretty consistent pretty consistent i mean for a road that looks like a roman road and this, i mean that's thing, pretty that thing good. was really well hidden too mm-hmm. if i remember right i think the paved area from last season wasn't it at sea level or yeah it was it just above sea level it might have been just above sea level I, I need remember. to go back and check. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ah, <laughs> what's going on in the, in the swamp? It's just oh. insane. Oh, I don't know. Marty. <laughs> oh, geez. He, he's up there. And I love this where he says, you know, this morning I'm thinking all we have to do is follow this road to answers. Now the SOBs who put this in are making the road go all over the place. Yep. And Aaron, this is Aaron's breakout episode, by oh, the man. way. Totally. That's coming. Oh, Aaron. It's coming very shortly. Oh, you're the best. And he's like, it's almost like they're trying to hide something. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Aaron. Nailed it. You and I got the same sense of humor. I yeah. like that little, little quip there. Yeah. The second scene where they come back to the swamp after uh-huh. a little break in the money pit. Uh, Marty, Craig, Aaron, and Liz doing work together. On the stone pathway, of course, Liz points out that they are finding lots of chunks of coal, um, but it's exclusively on this one end mm-hmm. of the uh, paved stone, the what, stone road, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where the cobble. Yeah, is. and she asks if Aaron thinks it's possibly connected to a later topping off of the rubble, mm-hmm. right? And like where Aaron, they come in and put like the smaller cobble in. Yeah, and Aaron agreed, and mm-hmm. that would make sense. Mm-hmm. And then. Then we have the most special moment of the whole episode. Oh, man. Aaron, you're the best. Okay. We, at least I felt like, we felt like Aaron should really have his own couple moments. Usually we have a clot-worthy moment and that's it. Oh. But maybe we should give Aaron a moment to have which was the best Aaron. What's the best Dr. Aaron Dr. Aaron Taylor. Why, did you did you clip him out? I did. Okay, let's go. Uh, let's get with the first one. <laughs> Oh. What's that? I found a piece of leather strap 
<laughs> He's totally teasing. I found a leather piece of strap. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're going to do a little dance there? So is this going to be a real vote? Maybe. Maybe I'll do put you want a, me to? I'll put on, this will be an exclusive vote for Facebook. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> an exclusive here. Yeah. Well, in the Facebook group. Yeah. And then yeah. we'll play the winner next week. What is what is that clip but going up against? You know what it's going up against? Let's hear it. My favorite Aaron quote. Oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> I'm sorry, Aaron, oh, but man. that had to be added to the soundboard. That was really good. Oh, yeah, girl. I think we rewatched that part just like three times. We're mm -hmm. like, <laughs> pretty, he's, pretty, he's pretty mocking funny. at first with his leather. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, girl. Uh, oh, yeah, girl. I feel like he was cheering me on. That, that's why I'd like to say. So, Aaron, welcome to the soundboard. Yeah. Woo! You've officially made it. Yeah. So uh, then we go into a clot-worthy speculate moment where mm -hmm. he asks if it could be related to other pieces of leather found this year, such as the boot hill. Could it be? Could it be? Aaron calls Craig over and says, uh, yo. I laugh because <laughs> I feel like we've had this discussion whether people are yo people mm -hmm. on the team because you say yo or yo. bro. Yo, bro. It's official. Craig is a yo kind of mm -hmm. guy. Yo. Yo. That's yo, right. my shirt's purple. No. Pink. <laughs> All right. So uh, Aaron points out that he would be interested in getting the leather dated because of where it was found in between the rocks. And it wouldn't have just floated there. It was there. It was in the upper levels and is now down to the lower level. And it would assume that it would have to be something um, modern. Mm -hmm. but it doesn't seem to be that. So what is it, you know? Yes. What is it? I, yeah, especially Craig, since it's like. What does Craig like, say? Well, Craig asked, you know, could it be like a bootstrap? Bootstrap and bill? Oh. My first, well, least thought is, is it bootstrap bills bootstrap? Is it Pirates, Pirates of, of the Caribbean? Caribbean? Probably not. Bootstrap bill? Probably no, not, no. but, but he it was could sure be. footwear. So we we could have some pirate footwear, or this could be Columbus's boots. I mean, we've already got his heel. Yeah, why not? The one was found like a hundred feet underground. One was found in the cobbled road. Whatevs. His shoes were falling apart. Leave the guy alone. Poor guy. <laughs> you figure someone with like the name of Columbus, he would have had a decent pair of shoes. All right. Uh, Aaron says that if uh, if it would have been something you have cinched like a watch or bell i mean it could have been something like that because it did have they noted it had these little holes in it mm -hmm. so hmm. makes sense and so they bag it and tag it and they say well we'll get it checked out later yes and should we actually just talk about that right now let's do it okay so we know so they hand off the plastic yeah the plastic the plastic bag with the leather in it to doug and charles who tag in to uh run it up to dawson's print shop in yes. Halifax yes uh where they meet Joe Landry that guy and they uh bring him the piece of leather found um, and they give him you know some context as far as where they found it yep but Joe points out after he takes a look at it it's fairly thick mm -hmm. and it's more like uh leather you would find or it's uh what kind of animal they say uh cow yeah it, it's cow leather and he his a uh, first initial assessment because of the holes in it was you know like from a boot or something like i said they're really on the footwear on the footwear mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah but um you know he 
they're talking about how there were other kinds of leather used at the time mm-hmm. and they were much thinner. Yeah. And so this would have to be, you know, a certain kind. Yeah. Calf or uh, sheepskin yeah. uh, would have been much thinner, but this would have been something a bit more hardy and durable, mm-hmm. if you will. Yep. And so, um, yeah, they were, they explained that they, uh, Aaron thought of maybe like his first thought was a watch strap. Joe sees why you made a thought that, but it was too thick, like we said. Mm-hmm. And uh, he did note that there were like account books or like um, log books, ship log that would basically have a little belt that goes over it to mm-hmm. keep it binded. Yep. And that was something that was used a lot in the 1500s, 1600s. Mm-hmm. So could it be that? Could Maybe. it be? It could uh, be. We learned a little bit about Joe there that um, when he was working in Europe, that he got to work with books from the 15 and 1600s. I was like, wow, that's actually really cool. Can you imagine? Well, if you go to the pawn shop in uh, Las Vegas, they have books there that are from the 1500s, I bet. Mm-hmm. I see them buy it on Pawn Stars all the time. Whatever. I was excited, and you just totally killed it with Pawn Stars. Meh. Meh. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. so uh, Doug says now they have the possibility that this could be part of a medieval ledger. Joe kind of gives him a, a look. and But... They do also flash back to Doug talking about the Duke D'Anville and the ship's log. Yeah, that is like my favorite theory. It really mm-hmm. is. It's my favorite. The one with uh, where Doug talked about having that ship's log mm-hmm. and talking about all this treasure. And it says that they had to go bury it deep in a hole off the seashore. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, I loved it. That That's the best theory. And like Doug's, Doug didn't just like write that himself. You know, mm-hmm. like that came from somewhere from some time who wrote it was it part of the uh the treasure that's on oak island i don't know i mean it was so spot on it was eerie yeah but and i love seeing the duke don v's image pop up again i'm like hey look it's alex lagina <laughs> totally looks like <laughs> looks alex just like <laughs> alex is definitely incarnate like yeah he's like a doppelganger for the duke don v yeah ancestry will you please like work <laughs> on their background and see if it goes back to the duke because this this is uncanny yeah like pretty spot stuff. on it's good stuff so doug says that they now have a possibility that this could be part of a medieval ledger yeah and um what i said i already said that but that's okay i didn't say medieval i did oh medieval baby i just oh. wanted a chance to say medieval oh baby. My, my bad baby. my bad yeah but um but what Sorry, Doug says, what would you need if you were putting a large amount of treasure underground? Maybe a ledger to tally the deposit. And Charles points out that they could be tracking how much money they put in the pit. That was the first time I've heard of the money pit referred to as the pit, but I kind of like it. I've always heard of it as a money pit. Yeah, money pit, not the pit. Kind of like the blob. You know, the pit. pit. It's like a, a movie title sure no mm. okay fine all right so um doug says the next thing to do is some dna testing and testing for the uh tannins like um but i mean i've done so much leather. i've done so much tanning of leather in my life like so much so much are you being sarcastic no i was a leather worker in world of warcraft oh give me a yeah. break that doesn't 
Get out of here. Okay. okay, fine. Tell me what you actually know about tannage. I click a button. I click a button and it merges the things together and I get something else. Okay, so you don't. <laughs> so Doug asks if there's anything that would be used, the tan leather that would say like specifically not be from North America that could give them some different location. Mm -hmm. And Joe says, yes, um, in particular, a black thorn uh, tends to be used just over in Europe. So that would be something. Mm -hmm. Then Doug says next they need to do DNA testing and testing for tannins to hopefully get an origin. All right, cool. All right, so back to the swamp to wrap that up. Yep. So when we arrive back at the swamp, we have Rick, Aaron, Miriam, Alex, Gary, Doug, and David Fernetti all hanging out. And it's doing a party. Yeah. Like where all was, hands on Billy? deck, all hands on road. Where was Billy? Uh, he's slacking off? No, no never. He's never. probably up the road looking for more of it, or he's looking for... Probably with his hoe. It's doing Like, he's digging down to the depth. You know, he's scooping it all away one hoe stride at a time. Uh, he, he's shaving it down so he has a trout. That Maybe he's going to uh, steal Laird's new fancy one. Maybe. He wants one like Laird. He's ordering it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um looks like uh you know they're doing the thing. You know, Rick pulls up what looks like a piece of red pottery. Aaron says it looks like it could be a piece of red earthenware. And Rick says that the date Aaron uh points out, or Rick sorry, Rick asks the date, and Aaron points out it could be uh early because they couldn't get the kilns very hot, so it's quite porous. Mm -hmm. And apparently there's a test you can do to know if it's earthenware or not. All you gotta do is lick it. It's not the Littman's test. It's the Lickman's test. <laughs> I, and I just laughed. I couldn't help but laugh. So Aaron's got some great one-liners. Mm -hmm. And now he's licking pottery. Yeah. And I, I, when he's doing that, like, I know you're like squeamish. You're like, Ugh. I'm like thinking, hmm, I wonder if it's brackish. Oh, of course I thought that. <laughs> and then, like, even Rick looked like you're going to lick it. Dude, you took a giant chug of water last season to see if it was brackish i don't want to hear it aaron can lick pottery and not yeah. get in trouble from rick yeah. sorry rick bro you're cool you're awesome i'd love to hang out with you but it's kind of gross mm -hmm. year, bro. <laughs> so right. he goes and cleans it off at least i guess and well he he put some water i don't know if it was brackish or not <laughs> clean let's clean it off let's clean off the brackish earthenware with some brackish water yeah exactly. and everything's fine so they he sticks it on his tongue and gives him a little laugh as he acts like his tongue's about to like fall off mm -hmm. or whatever. And uh, so it is sticking. And so he's pretty sure that it is earthenware, but of course wants to get Laird to check it out. And I was wanting to point out, so on lot 26 from last year, when they were pulling all that pottery out of the pit, the one that I never got closure on that I was harping on forever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I remember like red pottery coming out of there. Maybe they match. Maybe, Maybe. that's where they were burying their trash from their things that broke. I don't know. You, you hear Aaron talking about like, okay, so it was Rick actually. He's mm -hmm. like, so what's going on here? No. Like he says, what? what doesn't taste right? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, are you tasting that brackish water again, Rick? Are you licking the pottery too? <laughs> are you licking the pottery too? Yeah, no. Okay. So what does what doesn't taste right is that there's finding barely anything on this crazy road that took probably hundreds of people to build. 
and then where uh like over where Samuel Ball lived, mm-hmm. one guy, <laughs> or maybe his family, but like as much smaller group, if if maybe two or three people, yeah, or maybe one. I don't know if he like I don't know his whole background, but like they're finding every sort of thing over there. Like, did you see Gary's yeah. flags? Yeah. How many flags does he have over there? Like a hundred? A bazillion. Yeah. Like uh so there's flags everywhere. There's all sorts of artifacts, but there's like nothing on this road except for some coal, a couple pieces of broken china ware, yeah. earthenware, whatever. Yeah. And there's like nothing. Yeah. And like he said, there's like no drinking vessels, no, nothing. no pipe stem, anything that you would assume you would be, would be there yeah. from plenty of people being there. There's not, but you're. If to only find like one piece, that's definitely a, I'm cleaning up after myself for a reason. Yeah. Leave no trace. They were leaving no trace when they were doing that stuff. Let me mm-hmm. tell you. So, all right. Well, that's kind of the end of swamp work. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. So Jeez. you want to go to lot 25 or money pit? You know, let's lot 25 and finish up with the money pit and war room. All right. So over on lot 25, we got Gary and Rick who mm-hmm. are um, out there going to do some metal detecting. We got Gary and his lucky digger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clotworthy explains that because Laird Niven, uh, because of Laird, Laird Niven, they're allowed to do this. So thanks, Laird. Because Laird's it, in his happy spot. We get a nice view mm-hmm. of Laird like digging in a corner. He, he's a big fan of the Samuel Ball site. He's like, guys. And he looks so happy. You just got to do what you got to do. I got to do what I got to do. I know. It's all good. He just, he looks so happy. Yeah. That makes me happy. Yeah, so Gary explains that, you know, all of his uh, pink flags in the section were non-ferrous hits, right? Uh-huh. But, like, he said, like, eight, there's like eight or nine over here. But yeah. that's just one little section. He had, like, these sections everywhere with mm-hmm. all these flags everywhere, so. Samuel Ball dropped more on his property. <laughs> and didn't bother to pick it up than, like, a, a hundred people over on the stone paved area or whatever. Okay, a hundred like, people's a bit excessive, who but knows? that's true. How are you going to move all those rocks without tons and tons of people? Okay, maybe Very not. carefully and with oxen. With oxen, that's right. That's right. So, ha. Yeah, so they get to work. They mm-hmm. get a hit. And they start digging, and, and Rick digs up uh, what is either a lead splash or a musket ball. A lead yeah. splash is explained as like the remnants of making it said musket mm-hmm. ball. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, cool. So they mark it as found, and uh, yep, right they on tag the ball it, flag, and they move on with their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they had another hit, mm-hmm. and they're not sure. Gary says he isn't sure what it is, and um, but he takes a closer look and it says, "Hey." It might be the back of a pocket watch because it's like this little goldish thing with like mm-hmm. a crack in the middle. But but the way so even Gary's like, I'm really not sure because this looks like a deliberate like a hole in yeah. the back. And it kind of looks like two holes. And I'm going, Geez, and it's what? cracked. There's a big crack in the middle. Of yeah. The thing, yeah. And I mean, I can see where it would just be like disintegrating away. But mm-hmm. also like um, that hole so deliberate. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Don't know. I bet you uh Laird or the Numistatus might know. Uh Sandy Campbell or Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of them. I bet I bet you or they're gonna about, find uh, it out. We also had the uh conservator Kelly Barassa. Mm-hmm. Kelly might know. You might know. All right, so uh, then we do hit lot twenty-five one more time after a commercial break, mm-hmm. and Rick and Gary are still metal detecting. Um they bring up an old single flat loop button. Yes. And Gary says it's 15, or sorry, 1750s, to 1820s. 
And it's like, it's right in the wheelhouse, right in the date area for Samuel Ball. Mm -hmm. Probably belong, well, if this little button belonged to Samuel Ball at one point. So, mm -hmm. quite possibly. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then uh, they do get a phone call from Doug and they give him, they give Rick an update of what um, has been going on when they took their trip to the book binary. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, with the leather with Joe, strap. Yeah, and... Joe Landry. And so that kind of wraps up that stuff. Now we go on to the money pit. Huh? Okay, right. let's money pit it up. Yeah. The first scene at the money pit, we have Scott, Barlow, Terry, Matheson, Paul, Troutman, and the guys from Choice Drill and doing some work. Paul! It's good to see Paul. It's good to always, see Paul. Always happy to see Paul out there doing his thing. Um, they are drilling at C4.5. And it kind of disappointed me because I was wishing it was like C4.25 or something, but whatever. <laughs> no, because they just did C5. Right. They're right off of C1. Mm -hmm. So they are just they're like, hey, let's keep it simple. Not drive Dedor crazy. And we're just going to keep kind of moving, moving down the line here. Mm -hmm. So uh, Clotworthy gives us a flashback about C1 from earlier in the season and reminds us that the first borehole they did in the exploration around C1 is C5. Mm -hmm. And they found evidence of a shaft in that area. Right. Yep. And around that 87.5 ish range. Yeah. And then C5, he points out is five feet from C1 and C4.5 is two and a half feet West of C5. So for me, I was excited because this is the confirmation of the size of the grid. And yes, I desperately care about things like this. What does bother me is the animation that was brought up where C5 is the same size as C1. Okay. You're like, okay, calm down. C graphics C1 people. was like a hammer grab situation. C5 is a borehole situation. <laughs> like micro borehole. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're getting like four inch sa sausages out of here. So yeah. proportions, guys, proportions. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah. <laughs> the things that matter to me. I guess so. All right. So uh, Terry, he's at his operating table. Naturally. And he explains that C4.5, they go from there uh, to uh, a solid compact till. Mm -hmm. And there's a solid chunk of beam in the intersection at the 87.5 feet area you just were talking about. Mm -hmm. And that is about the same depth that where they got it from like a, the same kind of wood mm -hmm. from C5. So, so we're consistently hitting. They're finding stuff at the right spots. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, they found a tunnel or a shaft. They found something. Yeah, and Terry is very definitive about that. He's like, this is a top of a tunnel. Not maybe this, this is it. Wow. Well, yeah. He but Terry's a geologist. I'll listen to him and naturally, yeah. naturally. Uh, he's pretty excited, but thinks, hey, let's wait for Rick to open the rest of the sausage because I think we got something to show him. Does Rick show up? Rick shows up. He's coming around the uh, car when he comes. No, let's know what he comes from. He's coming around the case on as he comes. He's coming around the case on. He's coming around C1 when he comes. Yeah. Okay. Got it. <laughs> okay, we're done with our. Uh, the could it be the musical oh my gosh that's a great idea it's a horrible idea i, I should not be involved in it because i'm tone deaf and it could be me and tony sampson perfect wouldn't that be great that would be you fantastic. Know he's a singer. oh yeah totally the whole thing can be sea shanties it'll be great we need to do a oak island sea shanty that yeah would be fun oh we do 
we talked about it a while back. No, nothing ever happened. So yeah. maybe I need to work on it. Yeah, maybe you should. All right. So uh, Rick's there. And then what? Uh, Terry explains that they have hit and believe that they are now in a tunnel. And Rick responds with the fact that the depth that they hit in C5 is just so similar to the depth here. So that's that's a really good indication. They're being so consistent. And Terry, it's right on the money similar. And I was like, good pun, Terry. Good <laughs> pun. Right on the money pit. Right on the money. Similar. Similar. Uh, Rick says that they shouldn't forget that the reason they did this program in the first place was to find the money pit and at this point well, duh. Where the money pit has to be to the west and he's kind of pointing to the area on the map that's like west and a little bit north of what they projected originally of the 13 foot area mm -hmm. based off the tupper shaft yeah um, that's the only place it could be on this grid right yeah and based scott, on this grid but scott barlow says we definitely agree three or he says i agree 300 percent he said, I agree 100%. Mm, he said 300%. Okay. I we, heard it. Okay, you can hear it, but I listened to it multiple times and checked the closed captioning. I know, but I think the closed captioning person typed it wrong. It's. I think he said 300%. I mean, that's pretty... <sighs> I mean, Scott, that's a Scott lot. in the chat. No, I don't think so. Hearts if Scott. Scott's here, oh. then uh, <laughs> we need to know, Scott. He, he's like, I don't remember. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, so we kind of get a little side Marty interview, uh, saying that with all the data they have acquired, the simple answer for the reason they haven't found it yet is because they've been looking in the wrong area. Oh, and that's like V8 moment stuff, right? Uh, like, darn. Yeah. yeah but it, he's, you know, he's excited. They're going in a different direction. Makes him hopeful, especially since we're getting so much consistent data mm -hmm. and marty says mm, uh isn't rick saying that yeah rick yeah yeah rick says uh, you're gonna take it we're gonna take it down to like 120 130 feet level uh -huh. just to you know make sure mm -hmm. and um said 20 to 30 to make sure you've got the 10 feet for the gy the gyroscope and i'm like oh so they need an additional 10 feet for the gyroscope i just learned something mm -hmm. yep they do all right. So, is that something you knew? Hmm? Is that something you knew? Yeah, I didn't know that. Are you? Do no, you I know didn't. all about gyroscopes? Is this like a hidden thing? No. Oh, okay. My bad. Is that all that happened in the money pit? No, there's a money pit scene after the war room. Oh, at the end. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's right. So, and that's after. That's with Terry and Scott, mm -hmm. and they had started on the next borehole. Mm-hmm. And so they needed to get down to depth on Borsol, Borsol? Borsol? Borhole BC3. Yes. And Scott says that there's still a lot of places for this thing to hide based off the grid. You know, what they did on the east yeah. side and how many they can do on the west side. And they bring up a sausage at that for that 88-foot mark. Mm -hmm. And it comes up with wood. Wood? Wood. Would it be? <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and Steve and Rick come and join them. And at uh, the 89, yeah, so yeah, Terry this, says that like the 89 of... feet, they hit about two solid feet of wood. So mm -hmm. that would be down to like 87, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and, and that's really it. I mean, besides the fact that we see Marty is hopeful still about exploring these new areas and that with all this data, 
they have to find it. It can't hide forever. It won't. And it won't. And you know, when he said that, and I I was like, oh my gosh, Marty, you've come so far. You've come so far. Oh, it is. Yeah. Because he believes something's there now. Like seeing all this evidence, Mm -hmm. especially in the swamp with all the workings that there's no record of whatsoever. What is it there for? It's got to be there for something. And now, like, Marty's all in. Like, he does not believe that nothing happened to Oak Island anymore. A couple of seasons ago, he's like, eh, I don't know, 60% or whatever. What did he say? Something like that? Yeah, he changes. Yeah, no. He was over he 50. Is at, like, if, if he says that he's, like, 80 or 90%, he's lying. He's, he's at, at 300%. One, he's, at 300 he's at 300%. He is. Oh, he yeah, is. girl. Oh, wait, wait, where's that button? Which one is it? It's the one, that one. Oh yeah, girl. <laughs> oh yeah. Aaron has made it. Yeah. I'm I'm probably gonna press that button a lot. That's that's a good button. <laughs> it's a great button. <laughs> that's a good button. All right, okay. so then we do have war a room. war room meeting. Yes. Where we have Rick. Whoa. What? Is that that's the rain? Oh, loud. I rain. don't know if you can hear that, guys. Uh, All right, so Rick, Marty, Craig, Steve, Jack, Scott, Doug, and Paul. Woo! Yeah, that's a fellowship. It it is. Yeah, they're all hanging out in the war room. Um, well, some of them are on video. Yeah, some of them are on video, and they're talking about the data from the current drilling program that's mm-hmm. happening around C one. Uh, mm-hmm. they want to give that to, in particular, Marty and Craig. And Doug says they've pretty much consistently found wood at about eighty seven feet. And then I chuckle <laughs> because Steve instantly chimes in to to correct the numbers Mm -hmm. to make sure they are as accurate as possible and he he says (laughs) there that it's actually 86 to 90 feet plus or minus half a foot on each one did he push up his glasses at that moment too he's like put his pencil back in his pocket protector he was like (laughs) excuse me 87 feet no, let me tell you how it is. And then he drops uh, the mic and walks out of the war room. Steve, never change, bro. Steve, never change. You're the man. You're the man. That's good stuff. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah. Then Scott and Jack point out that it shouldn't uh, be there as it's a relatively shallow depth. Mm-hmm. So I concur with that it, statement. Yeah. It's just amazing stuff. So Craig has the C14 results from the wood. Uh-huh. You know, and he's got that little smirk. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as big of a smirk as as uh, times past. No. Um, well, because what was it? Doug asked him if he had the results. And Craig said, yes, there is one that they had asked for a quick return on. Yep. And Steve is quick to chime in. That was the wood from C5. <laughs> push those glasses up steve numbers guy yeah it's almost like he has <laughs> I would like never a, go that's like his tick his, you know yeah yeah his numbers yeah he has like a numbers tick like he's got to like any anytime something's like out of order he's like nope gotta correct it no right? he because i feel like marty really wants to know that information and he's like gonna be on it it's he's like, marty, like a walking computer he is yeah. It's quite impressive. So, so is Craig, though. Yeah, Craig, seriously. Craig gives the dates for this piece of wood mm-hmm. from either it's it came out with two d- date sets, so they must have been fifty fifty almost in the results. Mm-hmm. But seventeen twenty to eighteen uh, thirteen, mm-hmm. which is that whole date is almost all of it is before the discovery of the money pit, so mm-hmm. that's promising. Mm-hmm. But the other dates were sixteen forty eight to sixteen ninety four, mm-hmm. which are over a hundred years before the discovery of the money pit. So yeah. Yeah, everybody seems pretty excited about it. Yeah. Especially Marty. Yeah, definitely. Marty's stoked. And I thought it was interesting that Craig said 
there were just too many time periods that came back but we they did ask for a rush on this one so mm -hmm. you know something that takes a little bit longer is they're going to be narrowing it down so it should be interesting to see what the other ones come back as mm -hmm. but either way these dates are very promising like they are so yeah i don't know craig points out that they're finding tunnels you know or woods in every single well that they're drilling but he's not convinced by what they've seen that they know what's going on at all hmm. I, and that's a good way to look at it because classic oak island just when yeah. you think you know you don't yeah like hello paved area stone and then like a stone road in the eye of the swamp oh and then like oh it's uh west of the tupper shaft <laughs> oh my gosh not uh to the east side like we've been thinking so yeah yeah uh and we all owe charles an apology because charles, you're the man, dude. he's been trying to be like guys it's here i told you like five years ago guys why don't you listen oh you did listen you gave me a big giant porthole but yeah then classic and, oak island yeah classic and oak even island. in an interview Oh, here it is. Uh, Marty says that, you know, that the data around C1 is encouraging and that they never thought there was anything up there. And to Marty, C1 was a long shot when Charles proposed it. Well, sometimes long shots pay off, Marty. I'm glad you allowed him to do that. And then, of course, the shiny gold thing got dropped earlier this year. Well, Marty does like say out loud, where's the gold? Well, there it was, Marty. There it was. In C1. Now it's in the bottom of C1. Uh oh man yeah, so that's it that was the episode you uh, let's talk about the next time on yeah but before we do i just want to say real quick we kind of did rush that a little bit yeah um for our uh, podcast listeners because we are in a little bit of a crunch time uh we have oak island trivia uh getting ready to begin here in about I don't know, 15 minutes or so mm -hmm. and so uh we apologize that we rushed through a little bit of this but we know you still love us. <laughs> All right, it wasn't too bad. No, I mean, Aaron made it onto the soundboard. Hey, so. if, you, if you like this, uh, this voice, this, uh, um, thing on our soundboard, uh, click, uh, hearts or laughing in the, uh, on the oh, chat. Oh right yeah, now. girl. I want to see some hearts in, uh, some laughter. laughter. Uh, I guess that's hearts for, uh, Aaron. Dr. Aaron Taylor. Yeah. Or laughing. It's, it's good stuff. Aaron, thank Taylor, you. That was, that was worth its weight in gold right there. <laughs> That's the we gold. We found gold Aaron's this episode. one-liners. He's yeah. the man. That's good. Oh, jeez. Right. So next week on The Curse of Oak Island. Yes. Marty pulls a stake up, like, out of the stone road. Mm -hmm. Kind of crazy. Yeah. You know, are these similar stakes as what Nolan was pulling out? Was he literally pulling them out of the stone road? I don't know. It's it's crazy. Mm -hmm. um, and then we see an expert, uh, Terry, who says this is the... It, this looks to be like 16th century or before. Yeah, right? we've seen him before. He actually mm -hmm. took them to the Overton Stone a couple yeah. of seasons ago. So it's exciting to see him back. I know. On the I'm excited. I knew I recognized him as soon as I saw him. Him and his hat. Yeah, I can't pronounce your last name, Terry, but it's it begins with a D. Dev I was going to say Devereaux, but mm, I think Devereaux? that's wrong. But Terry, it's, it's good to see you on the screen again. Go ahead. Uh, let's see here. They get more wood in the money pit. Shut up. Nuh-uh. Mm. Uh, Terry says that it's interesting and probably the edge of a tunnel because mm -hmm. it did kind of look like a uh, the wood looked a little different. So hopefully it's the edge of the tunnel. Yeah. 
Um, let's see here. Gary. Gary. He's very excited. Pulls up something round with an insignia of the crown and rose. Who knows? It looks very important. Probably belonged to the Duke Don V himself. Well, and he said something about it maybe coming off of Samuel Ball's cane. Yeah. And then, you know, we get a shot of uh, one of their experts from the Fortress of Lewisburg. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if they're talking about this artifact in particular, because I'm assuming this is like a royal. This this looks like an insignia from like royalty. I, oh. I can't put my finger on it. Maybe they can uh yeah probably she says that it's incredible and it does seem to match what what they have in their collection and who knows what they're talking about but i'm putting my money on that thing okay okay mm -hmm. and rick says we have found the smoking gun dun 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 could it be oh yeah girl <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's not going to get old for a little while. Oh, it's kind of like when all the Terryisms got added in there. Oh, bingo. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. Say something awesome, you get added to our soundboard. Yep. All right, oh, so geez. is that it? Well, we have clot-worthy moments. Clot-worthy. All right, so we had a clot-worthy vote last week. Um, I don't remember the uh, options, but we did have a winner. We and did. Is it this one here? No, yes. Okay, so the winner of last week's clot-worthy moment vote by you, the listeners, was... Old Wood. Is it possible the team has found not only more evidence of ancient man-made workings deep underground, old wood old wood one and that was you know you kind of cut off the whole clot worthy moment there's more i'm sorry do you ever do these i could but you're like but what you're like a dictator here you know like, i am not yeah, I you're would... like it's my way or the highway okay from now on <laughs> you can take over uh, i can uh, pick the clot worthies yeah you better record them and upload them from now on you heard it here first. Dustin is going to take on some kind of technical challenge and he doesn't know how to use a computer. Okay, so I'm going to do it. And then, like, it'll make it easier to do plot worthy moments uh -huh. in the future because I'll have, like, I'll have picked them out and I'll be able to listen to them as much as I want. This is this, great. This does sound great. This I'm great. game. All right. So, if you want to, um, or actually, let's do the. Why don't we listen to them yeah, before let's... you tell them to vote? You needs to calm down right, over so there. Are they these two here? Yes, they are. All right. So the two clotworthy moments going up against each other this week are: here's the first one. Uh -huh. The top of a tunnel found some 87 and a half feet deep in borehole C 4.5. Could it be? It could be. The could it be the top of a tunnel? Probably. They keep hitting the top of the tunnel. Etsy five. Yeah, well, when you dig, five. when you dig down, you're gonna hit the top of the tunnel before you hit the bottom. So, well, that's yeah. good. All right, so that clotworthy moment is going up against a notched leather strap found on the stone road in the swamp. A notched leather strap, huh? Wait. Wait. Uh oh. Oh. What's that? I found a piece of leather strap. <laughs> oh, oh, that's good stuff, Aaron. You're the best. Oh man, that's good stuff. All right, so that'll never get old. All right, so those are the clot-worthy choices. If you want to be, um, if you want to go down in Oak Island podcast history, you can vote to choose the clot-worthy moment of the week. All you have to do is go to Facebook.com/slash Oak Island Podcast. Go to our groups tab, click on it, join our group. Yeah, man, that sounds like a lot. It and is. Then, 
And then you could go to that group and you'll find the link or find the post with the choices. Click on the one you like most, register your answer. And, uh, or you could do it on Twitter, go to yep. twitter.com slash Oak Island pod and you can vote there. And yeah, well next week we'll tell who won. Yay. Yay. Okay. So you've, told them where we are on facebook yep uh which is at oak island podcast you can also find us on instagram at yeah. oak island podcast we already know we're on twitter at oak island pod uh you can email us oak island podcast at gmail.com yeah and speaking of emails we have an email that Say you don't what? even know about i don't Ooh, that's a bobby dad right. is it a so top pocket fine we have an email from a listener uh, his name is john s okay okay so john uh, the, the, uh, subject was new, huge fan. <gasps> All right. He says, what's up D and D. Hey, my name is John and I'm from Iowa. And could it be another fan of, could it be <laughs> Oak Island podcast? The answer is yes. Yay! My wife and I are huge fans of Oak Island. We call ourselves Okies instead of acorns. Ooh. I think it sounds better. That's what I like said. it. Yeah. Uh, just wanted to let you know, I love what you do. Just finished the interviews you did with, um, you both did, and they were incredible. Listen to Tony as the last one, and it was possibly the best. You two do great work. Got good podcast voices. Wow, that's nice. Really? I think it, my voice is kind of annoying. So this is great. If your voice was annoying, I would let you know, because I have to live with you, and I have to hear it like all day, every day, and I love it. You so you, you have I a great voice. talk, except here. Okay. Sometimes I talk. All right. Um, yeah. And he says, I don't understand how you have kids and can find time to record a podcast. Us either. Yeah. Well, we barely find time. Grandma's here right now. In. Yeah. Uh, I got three and I can barely find time to play my guitar. All right. Got a question for you. We are huge Josh Gates fans also. Uh-oh. Uh, I know. I, I don't know if I've seen the episode you're on. Can you tell me so I can make sure I've seen it? Oak Island is the best. Thank you for filling in my time between Tuesdays and the wait for Oak Island. I work third shift. So in an odd way, you guys have kept me company Aww. and great company at that. Hope you two have an awesome day. This is the longest email I've ever written. Ha 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 ha. Thanks for your time. <laughs> Take care. Thanks for your time, John. John, thank you. Like that warms my heart. Yeah, that was really, really nice. Thank you, John. You're awesome too. And uh, if you want to find us on uh, expedition unknown because yeah we're kind of famous yeah famous yeah, uh, um, we were on one episode yeah we were on one episode of expedition unknown last year it's called cracking the secret you could go to like google and type in expedition unknown cracking the secret and it'll give you a link to the episode and you can just watch mm -hmm. it right away yeah it aired october 2018 19 oh yeah sorry i thought you meant like october 28th no no october of 2019 yes yes Yes, just over a year ago. It was amazing. Uh, Josh Gates, cool guy. Um, Super nice guy. Yeah, we do it again. Yeah, in a heartbeat. Why yeah. not? Yeah, why not? All right, so that's it. Um, there is one more piece of business. We do have an Oak Island voicemail line. If yes. you'd like to call us, you can do so. 360-836-4549. And uh, yeah, do it if you want. Yeah, uh, please hey, a message. Be like John and give us an email and tell us how awesome we are. It really helps us. And like, it makes me feel really good about myself and what we're doing here. Seriously. John, you're awesome. Thanks again. Anything Thank else you. we need to do? Uh, no, we have trivia uh, here tonight that we're going to start shortly. Uh, tomorrow we have pregame. Yes, Oak Island pregame, uh, facebook.com slash Oak Island podcast at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, one hour before the Curse of Oak Island airs on the East Coast. You can join us and we just chill, 
have a good time, chat about what we think is going to happen in the next episode. And yeah. And whatever else you guys tend to, you, you bring to the table. It's our chance to get to know you. Oh yeah, girl. Oh yeah, girl. All right. So <laughs> I think that's it. That's it. So until next time, could it be?